The Awkward Family Podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Create delicious home-cooked meals with fresh ingredients delivered right to your door. Get your first three meals free when you go to blueapron.com slash awkward. Today's sponsor is Audible. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more, get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at www.audible.com slash pilot. So, you ready for this? Uh, sort of, yes. Okay. One, two, three. Go. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Awkward, Awkward Family, Family Podcast. Podcast. Did we need a countdown for that? Family is there at the right time. Brother and sister united we stand. It's such a good song. Will well, people love it as much as we love it? I hope so. I think so. <laughs> so I'm Mike Bender, co-founder of Awkward Family Photos, and I walk through this world hand in hand mm. with the lady sitting next to me. All right. I am Sujin Park. I'm a journalist. And I think what Mike was trying to say is we are also married. Yes. 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 It was an obvious callback to the opening theme song. Obvious, but well, Yes. Um, so by now, if you haven't turned off the show, you're wondering, what is this podcast all about? Well, the Awkward Family Podcast is all about those weird, uncomfortable, strange moments we have with the people related to us. Yes, and we'll also be exploring stories behind some of the most talked about photos from the Awkward Family Photos website. Website? Yes. Why, what is the Awkward Family Photos website, Mike? Why, I'm so glad you asked, Sujin. <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, Awkward Family Photos is a website that started with my own awkward ski photo. And over the last nine years, we've received hundreds of thousands of awkward and cringy family photos from all over the world. These include engagement photos, wedding, graduation, vacation, pregnancies, birthdays, holiday moments, all (laughs) gone awry. And for some reason, a surprising amount of nudity. I can't explain that. So much nudity. All right, so through the years, Awkward Family Photos has received so many questions about what is really going on in these photos. So on this podcast, we're going to explore these many mysteries and reveal the secrets behind the awkwardness. On this first episode, we'll be talking about one of the most iconic photos on the site, a 1970s Olin Mills-style family portrait of a young boy wearing a witch's mask. Yeah, it's a photo we like to call Mask Boy, and it's achieved pretty much cult status online. If you want to see the photo in all its high-res glory, you can go to awkwardfamilyphotos.com slash maskboy. So we sat down with the boy behind the mask, now a 45-year-old man. My name is Reg Lapham. I'm a Long Beach, California resident, husband, father, and uh, I am that kid in a mask. When we first sat down with Reg, the photo was a mystery even to him. But fortunately, we had Reg's mom, Marge, to mm. fill in the blanks and take us on some lovely tangents along the way. Uh, that's why is it? Uh, oh, my man, I love him so. He'll never know. Why my life is just as fair, but I don't care. Anyway, I have every album of hers <laughs> known to man. Oh, Marge. Anyway, we're going to be hearing more from Marge and Reg in just a few minutes. But before we do, we thought it was important to put our own family to the awkward test, right? And I think it's only fitting for our first show, 
since it is, after all, you and me, Mike, that we explore the idea of marriage and all of the very awkward moments that come from two people deciding, hey, let's spend the rest of our lives together and bring all of our physical and emotional baggage with us. Oh, that like sounds that? like fun. <laughs> so we decided to kick things off with my parents, who just passed a significant milestone in their own marriage. We gave them a call, and we didn't have to wait too long for things to get uncomfortable. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Who is this? Uh, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get Rebecca. Hey, Reeb. Reeb. Let me go find her. Hold on. I was hoping that they wouldn't be ready. And they never and are. They never are. <laughs> <laughs> Jules? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay. Wait a minute, Jules, can you hear? Yeah. <laughs> so. Every that, time. Yeah, that's my parents, Jules and Rebecca Bender, doing the old how do we get on the phone at the same time routine. <laughs> they recently celebrated their 50th anniversary. So when you guys passed the 50-year mark being married, you guys have must have been a little reflective of, of passing that milestone. Yes, that's, that's true. We have been reflective, but uh, actually it kind of propelled me to think about the years that we will have left together to make them better. Mm. Well, I'm just curious by what she said, to make them better than the first 50 years? Is that what you're saying? Then? No, just to, to reassess. Right. And uh, How do you propose we reassess then? Well... I had suggested that we have some couple therapy. Okay, so let's just stop here for a second. Your parents have been married for half a century, which is which is incredible. And now they decide to try couples therapy for the first time. Yes, it is definitely an interesting move. But, you know, better late than never, right? He didn't think we were having problems. And I wanted to work on the things that became habit in the way we communicated and I thought could be better. Well, I agree. We did one session. <laughs> I think our relationship is better. That's why I don't think we have to continue to do it. Bottom line is we've been married 50 years. I've got my things. Rebecca's got her things. And no relationship is perfect. But we've worked it out. So what the heck do I need a third person, uh, you know, helping me out? <laughs> I think I'm on the right track. Well, yeah, so mom, if, if, you, if you go out and you find a new therapist, dad, will you go to a second session? Well, we'll have to talk about it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, this is a great therapy session. I learned a lot <laughs> from it. Uh, I mean, if we get a copy of the, uh, the tape, we just play it back. I think we'll, uh, we'll be fine. This could be like our mantra, you know. They can call us up once a week. <laughs> Mike can pose some questions, and we would uh, will respond to it. And I think this was great. I thank you so much for the session. <laughs> oh, Jules. Yes, in case you're wondering, he made a joke, hoping the whole thing would just go away. 
So, do you think he's ever going back to therapy? What do you mean? He's he's open to talking about it and talking about it and continuing to talk about it. We'll be back with more awkwardness and the story behind today's awkward family photo after this break. The Awkward Family Podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Okay, so you've seen the box being delivered to our kitchen. Yes, I've carried it in. You've carried it in, but do you know what's inside the box? I do know what's inside that box. It's delicious food, fresh food. It's salmon. We had salmon, remember? It was it was amazing. Yeah. Do you remember how you cooked it? Okay, this is a setup because I didn't cook it. <laughs> but I cooked it, and you know what? It's okay because it was so easy. They give you a step-by-step instruction All the meals are there. What's really cool is that you get new recipes each week, or you can let Blue Apron's culinary team just surprise you. And the recipes, they're not repeated within a year, so you will never get bored or cook the same meal twice. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash awkward. That's blueapron.com slash awkward. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Today's sponsor is Audible. New year, same old commute. Let traffic crawl while your pulse races. You can't make more time, but you can make the most of it. Turn your commute into something more with a free trial at Audible. Go to audible.com slash pilot to start now. I recommend downloading a title called A Little Life. It was amazing to listen to it because it's like, you know, 10,000 pages. I mean, not that much, but, you know, it's a thick book. It's like a a heavy book. Yeah. And uh, it's really nice to have a book read to me, I don't know, right before bedtime. It's just very relaxing, soothing. Mm, I'll Mm. take that as a hint. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash pilot and browse the incredible selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash pilot. That's audible.com slash pilot and get started today. All right, so let's get to today's photo, Mask Boy. Now, just a reminder, you can see the photo at awkwardfamilyphotos.com slash maskboy. All right, so we chose this for our first episode for a lot of reasons. It's funny, it's unsettling, and ultimately, it is about the theme of marriage. But there's no way you would know it from looking at this photo. Yeah, the photo was submitted to us by Reg Lapham back in 2010. So picture this, you've got this perfect family portrait with everyone smiling and wearing matching outfits. And then in the corner, there's this little boy in a very, very creepy mask. You've got my father in a white button down. Um, This is all 70s era, so they've got the big collar and he's got the big glasses and the mustache. Um, And then in front of him, he's uh, spooning my mom who it looks like Barbara Streisand. And then in her lap is my little brother, Ross, a cute little blonde boy. And then next to him is this kid with a hideous witch's mask on. And who is that kid? That's me. That's Reg. He's a husband and a father now. And yes, he's a kid in the witch's mask. 
And this is what has baffled so many people for so long. Why is he wearing that mask? Well, Reg actually wondered this too. And so we went to his house, we sat down with him and the woman with all of the answers, his mother, Marge. I'm, uh, I'm Marge, uh, Marge Lapham out of Houston, Texas. And I'm quite a character. And um, good Lord's made me special. And I call myself Special Needy. So as you can tell, Marge, she's quirky. Uh, She's in her 70s, but you would never know it from looking at her. She has a definite Southern charm, and you get the feeling that you never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Oh, like the moment when we first met her. Remember that, honey? Oh, oh yes, I remember. You have had sex with this beautiful woman? (laughs) Uh, We had sex twice. Oh, twice! (laughs) And and it worked both, it cooked both times, Both times it cooked. Now, I just need to say, we have had sex more than two times. Why? Why do you need to clarify that? I was referring to our children. We have two children. That was what I was referring to. I think everyone got that. Okay. So once we had our sex life straightened out by Marge, thank you very much, we went into the kitchen where Marge had laid out all of these magazines and newspaper clippings of herself from the 80s. Look at this one. I designed this company. It's called Wonder Person. I did all kinds of catering. See here, this is Wait, what was the company? So, okay, okay, okay. Let me try to explain this. In the 80s, Marge created her own party entertainment business called Wonder Person. Not Wonder Woman, Mm -mm. but Wonder Person. And people would hire her to roast their friends at birthday parties. She actually became pretty well known for this. She was even hired by the owner of the Houston Rockets. So they would call me and they say, okay, Wonder Person. And, And then I would go out to the, like, let's say... Uh, the guy that owned the Rockets, uh, I, I went in and she, his, his wife was there and she would say, uh, or, you know, or the best friend or whoever, okay, I say, well, tell me about him so I can roast him. And so then I take all my notes, I write a script, and then I would dress up. And as her wonder business grew, Marge came up with all these different characters that people could hire for their parties. Here she is talking about the one that was most requested. I had the pregnant hooker, and, and I would do my pregnant hooker one, and uh, here she is, she's right here, and I would go and roast them, and I would pretend, i say, how come you're not returning my calls? I mean, you know, I'd go in there, and he'd say, I don't know you, you know, because he didn't, he didn't hire me. I said, well, you know, I'd make a thing, and then he finally got on, and everybody's laughing. And while we sat there listening to more pregnant hooker stories, we started to wonder whether Marge actually wanted to talk about Reg's photo. Oh, I would say she was talking about anything but the photo. Have you ever made salad for 100 people? Oh, my God. Let me tell you how you do it. You put it in a trash can. Not a trash can, but a trash bag. That's, that's, a, that's a valuable party tip there. But um, it was time to actually get back to the photo. So let, let's talk about why we're here today, which is this photo. You know, it's a big old 8 by 10 that we did, and so I had Reggie in a... In a, in a blue and white checkered uh, shirt with white cuffs. Uh, I was in a white shirt and my ex-husband was in a white shirt. And, um, and you can see I had my Barbara Streisand haircut, and, and, which I want you to look at because, oh, I said, said uh, oh my man, I love him so. He'll never know why my life is just as fair, but I don't care. Anyway, I have every album of hers known to man. God, I love Marge. Okay, so she might not sound like Barbara, but for the record, she does look a lot like her. We asked her to go into detail about Reg's mask. 
It's a it's witch mask. It's got a black you know it's a black hat with this really gnarly face that's red and yellow and with green eyes. And he would not take it off. And I'm, I'm talking, this is a sweet boy. Look at how happy we are. Everybody's so nice. And my son would not take off this mask. Obviously, Marge had a lot to say that day. But it was clear that Reg, who's naturally more reserved, was holding something back. I'm curious, Reg, what you think you sensed or what you were sensing at that time, looking back now. Just, I mean, you can just tell when stuff's not going right. Are with you your sure you're not family. being drama? Are you really feeling that? That makes me very sad. I'm gonna be. I'm not sad right now because I'm performing, but I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be sad later. What's so interesting? Because in that moment, Marge describes herself as performing. You know, it was clear that this whole discussion was making her nervous, and she was getting close to something that hadn't really occurred to her before. So tell me about that. So it was around 1976. What was your family like then? What was the family dynamic like? What was the mood in the house, like, what were you guys? Right. And when, you know, just to throw something on, in case it was later, we would be very close to a divorce. So when Reg was six, his parents' marriage began to fall apart. And as we were sitting there trying to figure out when the photo was taken, Marge began to realize that this was actually the last family portrait taken before the divorce. The divorce was 79, so he, that mask could very easily be reflecting the um, uh, he, he's the he's the oldest. He's the one that's the most sensitive. He saw what was going on because he's leaning away from us. You're right. He is leaning away, definitely leaning away. And here he's masking. Wow, I think we got it. I think that's it. I mean, <laughs> wrap it up. My God, we we got it. I mean, think about it. Reg is a six-year-old boy who senses that something is wrong with his parents. And he's told to go into a family portrait session and smile like everything is just fine. And he can't do it. He just can't lie. In fact, he refuses to do it and puts on a mask. The truth is that in the attempt to hide what he was truly feeling, I think the mask reveals everything. We caught up with Reg a few days later, and we asked what it was like to talk about this stuff with his mom after all this time. I'm just wondering, we all left, we walked out, we said goodbye. What was the conversation? I was wondering, you know, I was wondering the same thing. I wonder what's going to happen when they leave. I wonder, wonder if we're going to have a big moment and, 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 may, and have this big giant, um, like, yeah, giant cathartic moment with all the lights and the heavens are opening up and the angels are singing and we're doing kumbaya and I'm playing the bongos. None of that happened. <laughs> I just took a tequila shot. Here's one of the things I really love about this story. Reg could have gone two ways with this, right? The easy way to go is to just be bitter about marriage. But he went the other direction completely. He used this experience to actually strengthen his own commitment to his family and to his wife. He made it a point to tell us that his wife, Misty, was his soulmate. I'm going to do whatever it, I can to avoid hmm. the things that I've been through and the battles that I've personally fought to be a good dad, be a good husband, grow mm -hmm. with my wife, let her grow with me, mm -hmm. so where we're both in the same saddle, mm -hmm. not apart. Want to see? I think you're my soulmate too. Well, it's a little hard to hear over my cooing there, but Reg's wife Misty was listening to the conversation, and she went over to Reg to tell him that he's her soulmate too. This is a defining moment. In, in my life, 
it got me thinking past what I've always been told about this photo, which was, oh, you're just being a your goofy march to your own drummer type of kid. It went from that to actually think really deep and, and try to rip the Band-Aid off and get back into really what was going on in my life at that time. And then the steps that I took through my life trying to basically escape wearing that mask has been a great adventure. And so ends the story of the most literal mask metaphor ever. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, it's, you know, it's a story of a kid trying to mask what he was feeling, uh, and he's wearing a physical mask, uh, so it's both literal and figurative. I finally get it. It's, it's poetry, honey. Thank you. I'm glad you see that now. Now, doesn't he actually have the mask framed and hung in his house now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Museum style. And when he travels with it, he carries it in like a metal briefcase. Wait a minute. Like you open it and there's like foam in there, like an assassin's briefcase? <laughs> yes, exactly like an assassin's briefcase. So we did it. We solved the mystery of the infamous Mask Boy photo. The first podcast is in the can and we are still married. So my question to you, Mike, my husband, are we soulmates? Is that a tough one? Think about it. <laughs> so in our case, I think we just kind of married versions of ourselves. Uh, and we both can't drink. No. Couples tandem jogging confuse us. People who pop over unannounced annoy us. So annoying. We just have test. this strange just love for extra leg room. Who doesn't? And of course, our matching and oddly identical digestive issues. Hmm. That is officially the most unromantic sentiment ever. So thank you for that, honey. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Everyone out there, if you have a story about an awkward family photo of your own, we want to hear about it on the show. Send it to us at podcast at awkwardfamilyphotos.com. That's what this podcast is all about. Yes. And the crazier, the better. I mean, we've had people submit photos of water birds. Oh, I will never unsee that. I'm sorry that I showed that to you. Nothing like the shade of a family tree. The Awkward Family Podcast is produced by Mia Lobel and edited by Anne Hepperman. Music by Jamie Copperthwaite. Special thanks to Rob Abair, Margaret Kelly, and my AFP co-founder, Doug Chernak. Also thanks to the Panoply management team, Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers.